So a lot of guys, even like guys who I've been in like long-term commitments with, they'd always want to ask like, like, why don't you just relax? Or why do you like, why do you always cause drama? Or why do you always do this? Or why do you always do that? And I'm just like, like now that I self-reflect going through singlehood and celibacy, I'm just like, cause y'all niggas was mad boring. Like, <laughs> like for some reason, a lot of men, and I, I don't date out my race or I haven't, so I don't really, like, I'm not too familiar with, like, other men, but I know very much so black men. Like, black men, they be thinking that, like, they got shit on a lot, like, because they look good or because they took a good game or because they got swag or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, that'll work, but not for but so long you know what I mean like like for example I was with my ex for a very long time and we would always have beef and we would always have beef because it was like he wasn't committed to the relationship that doesn't mean that he wasn't committed to me like I think that for a very long time you know like he was faithful and honest and truthful and all that stuff right but I don't think that, like, he wasn't really committed to the growth and building of our relationship. Or it could just be that we were just really incompatible in the long term. So, like, for example, I want a man who, when you start to see that shit gets boring, like, and we just doing the day-to-day mundane, I'm coming home from work, you coming home from work, and it's every day the same shit, like, be like, yo, babe, you know what, tonight when you get home you know, just put on put on a fly dress or whatever. I'm going to take you out tonight. Like, the fuck? It's not that hard. Um, or, like, for example, you know, like, let's say we went out on a lot of dates or whatever. And, like, you know, it's like, okay, we've settled into, like, the home life, which is my favorite. Like, I love settling into home life. I love sitting down on the couch and snuggling with my man like I love that I love going to sleep together waking up together I love shit like that but okay like (laughs) like I just feel like don't let shit get mundane you know and a lot of our brothers like they be swearing that they killing shit because they being faithful or because they dubbing one out of every ten bitches that they fucking counteract with per day and I'm just like love that's not it you know what I mean like for example recently I was talking to this guy and he was just so cute like so fine so sexy and I'm like okay hold on and like I got really excited because it seemed like you know we both were interested in like traveling and making moves together and then all of a sudden he started playing mind games and I'm like bro I'm an intuitive I'm an empath I'm a psychic. This is not going to work. Like, I'm sorry. I see right through your games. I know all your secrets. Next. You know, and I feel like he probably thinks that, like, we're, like, on a good path and, like, things are going good. And we're just not talking right now. But it's like, no, like, you turn me off playing games. That's boring. Like, being with a man that plays mind games is boring. I'm naturally mysterious because I'm naturally the high priestess. Like, I naturally hold divine gifts, divine answers, divine wisdom that goes beyond me. And I hold those things very near and dear to my heart. 
So it's like, that's not something that I just spill off my tongue, you know, to any random stranger in the street. Like, I need to know you. You need to know me. But it's like, men just be, you know, like, just to spill your guts. And I'm like, no, I did that before. I did that before with one guy who I was talking to for a very long time. Like, if anything, I knew him longer than any of my exes ever. And he was a snake. He would literally take all my information and all of the private things that he knew about me and would wait and would plot to when he could use it back to hurt me. And a lot of niggas who I fucked with did that to me. And the funny thing about it is is that those same niggas was always jealous of me. They always wanted to stop my growth. They always wanted to get me pregnant, to hold me back. Like, they would always do, like, wild, wicked shit to me and act like they was my man. I act like they really fucked with me, but in actuality, they didn't. They hated me and they was jealous. And I swear to God, I would never do that again. I would never tell a man all my inner workings like that because all of them niggas was untrustworthy. But I promise you this, God spent the block on every one of them niggas. Every one of them. So to help prevent guys who I date and I get to meet and I'm talking to from getting like this fucked up karma, I just try to like keep my distance. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, nobody's perfect and stuff. But when you purposely try to hurt me or you purposely try to attack me, I'm sorry. But, like, my spirit guys, the angels, God, they going to spin the block for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't want to be the cause. You know, like, I, I don't I don't want no association with that. And honestly, I feel like the punishment is harsh for the transgression. Right. So it's like I just try to leave guys alone. But, you know, some men look at me and they think that like I'm so unapproachable and I'm so, you know, oh, you can't talk. to Oh, I can't talk to you or, oh, yeah, you look stuck up or you look this. No, nigga, I just like I'm not down for your bullshit. Like, let's be real. You know what I mean? They be like, oh, you acting, you acting stuck up or you acting stush or you. No, I just don't have time for your games. Like, whatever games that you play with these other bitches that got they, got them dropping their panties for you, let that work for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had my weak moments already. I've I've had my situationships already. I sailed past that. <laughs> like, that ship has sailed. It's, it's done. It's over. I don't have any more time to waste. Like, no. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just so funny. Like... To really sit back and have that self-reflection. Like, wow. That's why none of my relationships really ever lasted. It wasn't because I was just this big, bad, horrible person. Or even them. It's just we were incompatible. Like, we were incompatible. Excuse me. And it was like trying to force them to like, you know, hey, let's go on a day. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. It was like trying to like pull teeth. And I'm like, mm, it shouldn't be like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially as a woman. Like, as a woman, you should be able to sit back in your femininity femininity and let a man lead you and that's to me how you would know if you with the right man like if you with the right nigga like he gonna lead you he's gonna put you on like he's gonna he's gonna intuitively feel like you're unhappy or you're bored or you need something you know unless maybe he's had an extremely busy period in his life and he can't really pick up more every little thing with you but even that's very rare especially if you're going to sleep and you're waking up with somebody like if a man is truly in love with you He's going to sense everything about you. Like, he's going to know when you got your period. He's going to know when you're fertile. He's going to know when you're in the mood, when you're not in the mood. He's going to know when you need flowers. He's, he's going to know. You feel me? That's when a man is truly invested in you. And that's one thing that I've learned as a woman. Like, a man's consistency in your life 
is really how much he fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it gets even deeper than that. It's more so a man's consistency, but also with his loyalty and integrity is what makes a solid man worthy of your commitment. Because I've had some men who are very intuitive. I mean, if not all the men I've ever been with, because I'm such a high priestess, all the men I've ever been with have been intuitive, whether they know it or not. And they'll look at me like, oh, you a witchy bitch or whatever. But in my head, I'm like, so are you. <laughs> the fuck? Like, how dare you say I'm a witchy bitch? I don't even, I don't use potions. I don't do spells. I don't sit around and fucking count moons. I don't, I don't sit around and do none of that shit. So what are you talking about? I'm just a naturally intuitive person. If you fucked me over, I'm a dreamed it. I'm a dreamer. If you fucked me over in the past, I'm a dream that shit too. Like, that doesn't mean I'm a witchy bitch, but whatever. We'll save that for another day. Um, but yeah, like the man for me is going to be like, you know what, Tiana, I feel like we need some excitement, you know, go pack your bags and let's go on a trip. Even if it's for overnight, like one day, like whatever we could afford, like, you know what I'm saying? Like people look at me and think like, oh, you want this extravagant life or whatever. Yeah. What the fuck? You think I bust my ass in school all these years to be fucking living a day to day? No. You think I'm fucking busting my ass all day at work to come home? to a home that's not the most flyest fucking home I've ever seen. No, like, but at the end of the day, I'm also not the type of person who asks for a lot and gives a little. Like, that's the difference between me and some other women who are highly in their femininity. Like, all these rules and stuff that they try to put on relationships, like, oh, you know, ask a man for this and ask a man for that, but don't give nothing, like, that's too many games. And at the end of the day, men, you have to pay attention to women like that because that's not going to work for you in the long run. You feel me? Like, while we're, we're transitioning to this new earth, relationships are going to be truly 100-100. That's no longer 50-50. That's no longer 80-20. That's no longer none of that shit. Is I'm coming 100% who I am with my, with my career, with my resources, with my home, with my status, with my finances, and so are you. You know what I'm saying? And here's how we're going to build this kingdom marriage. Here's how we're going to build this wealth. Here's how I'm going to be the perfect kingdom spouse for you. Right? Like, it's not fucking 50-50. It's not we're splitting rent. It's, okay, I'm paying the rent. You're paying all the other bills. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? But I always end up with a 50-50 nigga. And then I sit down and I'm wondering, hmm, why am I so bored? Yeah, because we're fucking struggling. We're struggling. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to have a hard time, like, with your person, of course. But y'all shouldn't be fucking struggling. No. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I know I'm jumping from topic to topic, but y'all know how I get when I get passionate about some shit. But, like, no. Struggle love is boring. And then, like, some of my friends will be like, oh, well, like, you know, maybe you should date a white guy, or maybe you should date a Chinese guy. Maybe I will. Maybe the fuck I will. Like, I don't care how he look. He just needs to be on point. <laughs> the fuck? Like, he needs to be on point. Like, nobody feels like playing games. You feel me? Like, a lot of men that I've dealt with in my personal experience or on my journey... Like I said, they've been more invested in themselves and in in their friendships. They're not really invested in the relationship. And that, to me, shows a man that's not ready for a relationship. 
no matter how much he's living with you, how much, you know, y'all take little tiny trips here and there and this and that. No, like if a man is still trying to find himself or find his purpose or find his way in life, he's not going to have the time or commitment to invest in you in that relationship straight up and like it took me a long time to learn that i'm like why i keep attracting niggas as projects i don't want no project nigga literally and figuratively excuse me i don't want either i want a man that's already put together and i know men will be like oh why would you want a man that's already put together you shouldn't want a man that's already put together we all need look at what we've been to slavery and civil rights and segregate nigga fuck out of here there's women that's on their game right now, and there's niggas that's younger than us that's on their game right now, too. So, what's the, what's our excuse? What's your excuse? None. It's all about how much time and effort that you're willing to put into yourself so that when the time is right, you can actually invest in somebody else. Like, you at least need to have your career together. At least that. Because when a man doesn't have his career and shit together, that man is hell. And trust me, I know. That man is hell. Or when that man needs to transition careers, forget it. Ugh. It's like fucking sleeping with the devil. Because he just cannot invest in you. He can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because at the end of the day, forget being a man. Your human instinct is to make sure that you're always good. To make sure that you're always elevating and you're always moving up in life. So if you got to focus on like your job, if you're not happy with your job... Or if you're not making enough bread or like whatever it is, you're not going to be focusing on nothing else except that. I believe that that is Mas, uh, Maslow's, fuck, I can't remember, but it's like the, the that five tier for, um, man, I hate when I forget psychology shit. But anyways, it's like this, this basic needs tier and like your stability your security where you're gonna live shit like that is like red that's like the most important shit and everything else kind of like goes up that's like you know important but not as important as your security that's the everything right so this is not like a like let's bash men type of energy i never bash men i've never bashed men on here i've only kept it real I've only kept it real and I've only spoke directly from my journey. That's why when I when I break up with my exes, like if I'm really being real, recalling all my exes that I've broken up with, especially within the last couple of years or so, like really finalized our soul contracts and had them ripped up and shredded. I've always told them like on some real shit, like you're not a bad person. You're just not for me. And I'm sorry, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but it just is what it is. It's not personal, but it's personal for me. You feel me? Like, you're just not for me. And that doesn't mean that, like, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not wise enough. You're not handsome enough. You're not sexy enough. You don't fuck good enough. Like, that doesn't mean none of that stuff. It just means that for me, I'm unfulfilled here and I have to go because that's why I'm acting up. That's why I'm angry. That's why I'm I'm showing way too much emotion. That's why my passion is misguided. That's why I can't focus on myself. I can't focus on my shit because I'm I'm in this with you and I'm investing with you and, and it's it's empty and I can't have nothing around me that's empty. So I have to take all my attention from all my passions, all my creative fucking ventures and I have to try to fill this empty box every fucking day because you're not giving nothing into it. No, 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 no. 
walk away i walk away you go fill your box i fill my box and i'm gonna meet someone who continuously fills my box unlimited unlimitedly and so will you but you cannot fill my box because yours is fucking empty you know like that saying like you can't pour from an empty cup right no one can give you what they don't have whether that is love, patience, kindness, devotion, true intimacy into me. Can you see? No, nigga, you can't see shit, nigga. One, y'all always need fucking glasses. Or two, motherfuckers can't even see into themselves. And if they do see into themselves, they get scared, they run away, and they go drown themselves in alcohol and, and the rest of their fucking sorrows. I can't deal with nobody like that. Why? Because I don't allow myself to do that. That's what I grew up seeing. I grew up seeing people who I love, the the elders who raised me, who I love, drown themselves in codependencies like sex, alcohol, fucking drugs and other addictions. And I've seen it go from a coping mechanism to something that was is have become a deadly tie. So if I cannot allow myself to get sucked back into these karmic cycles, if I have broken these generational cycles, these generational patterns, what the fuck make you think that I want to fucking open up my legs and open up my portal into my deepest soul being to a nigga that's fucking fucked up? Ugh, yuck, no. And for the times that I did do it, I prayed to God on my knees, I fasted. I fucking scrubbed from, I, literally, I took a mitzvah bath. Under my nails, the back of my ears, my earlobe, everything. Scrubbed all of that shit off of me. Because that's peasant lifestyle. And niggas would try to have me in a fucking peasant lifestyle. And then act like they the shit. No, you're acting like you're the shit because I'm the shit. You're living off of my energy. I had this one ex literally take all the fucking prolific shit that I ever said and write it in his raps and act like it was his shit. Shit that I made up. My shit. My rhymes, damn near. My poetry. And act like it's his shit. And I sat back one time and him and his man was in my living room. And everybody just chilling, vibing or whatever. And he literally goes and says like, And I knew it was mine because it was a divine download that I got that I intimately confided in him about it. And he sat there in front of his mans and told his mans the whole shit and was like, yo, you know what I just thought about? Yo, what if blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, that's my idea that I'm listening to his music. I'm like, wait, that's my lines. That's my bars. What? You feel me? So like this is the type of shit that I go through with niggas. So it's like. When you see that I'm single and I'm tired and I don't have time to deal with nobody bullshit, this is why. I'm tired. I'm tired. And then turn around and fucking hate me and let people talk shit about me and all this shit when really you're trying to be me, you're embodying me, you're embodying my energy. Like, what? So that's why Tiana loses interest fast. That's why. Because Tiana deals with a lot of people, whether they're male or female, who have a very hard time paying homage where it's due. Tiana has a hard time finding men who are prolific as her, but don't find her intimidating to where they actually can, like, date her. I have so many male friends who are prolific as fuck, 
but it's like because I'm I'm too I'm just too ahead of the game to be one of their fucking little concubines because that you know that's like King Solomon. King Solomon was the wisest man in the land, but at the end of the day, like he had concubinians because you know why? Like bitches who ain't no better gonna fall in line. I'm Queen Sheba. <laughs> you feel me? Like I'm not falling in line. It's me or it's not. And that becomes too much for them. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, no matter how high we ascend in our journey, we all have our lust and things that we attract to. And, and I do, too. You know what I'm saying? I do, too. Like, I have my lust, too. But the only men that can really get me going and get me in my feelings is men like me. And not men who pretend to be like me because I read through them and I get disgusted real quick. Because it's an it's a easy way to tell who is who and what is what. Very easy. And trust me, I've had people try their hardest. I've literally had men try to act godly. Like, that's the way to get in my underwear. Ew. Like, are you kidding me? You don't even know me. If you knew anything that I was about, then you would know that I'm not wearing none of that religious shit at all. So why would you try that? Ew, get away from me. I've had niggas try to, uh, good morning, queen, good morning, goddess, good morning, empress, and be the most scumbag niggas. So, like, it, none of that works. It, the man, for me, on my wavelength, it's an energy, it's a vibe. I'm going to know. You, you going to know. And then we going to set the fucking world on fire. But until then, I'm cool. You feel me? I'm cool. I fell in love I fell in love once with a man that set my soul on fire from the day he first looked at me. And, you know, it's not to say, like, that because of him, like, you know, I I won't move on or I won't, you know, like, (laughs) go on with my life or, like, date anybody else or meet anybody else, but... Jesus, that man was my poison and my antidote all in one. I mean, it was like meeting King David in the flesh. But, you know, things change and situation change and um you know just taught me like you know keep love and move on I saw hold love move on because at the end of the day nothing is promised nothing is guaranteed you know but and then like what if it's all an illusion you know like what if I've loved this man for the last two, three years of my life who I've never been with, I've never been alone with for more than five minutes, and then it's just a fucking disaster when we are together? What if, right? Like, what if? What if What if I actually allow myself to have feelings for the guy who I've met recently, and what if he, he does start to change and start to be, like, you know, better communication, more consistent, and all that type of shit, and what if I don't like him? What if I don't like how he communicates? What if I think that he's fucking retarded? 
And I'm sorry, not that type of language, but like, what if I think he's dumb? What if his words don't stimulate me? What if they don't hit? What if he has nothing to talk about? Right? So it's like everything happens for a reason. And sometimes it could just be that it's not the right time. And other times it could just be that it'll never be the right time. But you could always just hold on, you know, hold on to those last positive feelings. That last time that I... that I saw you and you smiled at me and I felt I felt chills from my scalp to my toes <sighs> anyway um yeah so that explains <laughs> why I lose interest. And I'm, I'm going to take a stab at it that this is why a lot of people lose interest. Because we are just not compatible with each other. And we have a hard time. Like our egos have a hard time accepting, hey, you're not the one for me. And there's like a million people in the world who are actually married to people who they're not compatible with. And then like we wonder why the statistic is like 50% of marriages fail. Yeah, because it's like... You're, you you chose to be with this person for, let's say if there's five big reasons why you should be with somebody, right? Like, let's say there's intimacy, you know, good sex. Intimacy and sex is two different things. Don't get me twisted. So intimacy, good sex, you know, like they take care of you. They're there for you. They provide. They do whatever. Um, they look good. And let's say, you know, you could really see a future with them. Most people really only get married for two out of five of those reasons. And two out of five being they look good and you can see a future with them. But some of the other reasons are like mm, up in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like, will this person actually take care of you for the rest of your life? Will they love you for the rest of your life? Because just two weeks ago, y'all had a real toxic fight and they told you that they wish you died and that they hate you. That's not love. Right. So imagine being with somebody who feels like that about you. That's why a lot of our black men be really under witchcraft and shit like that from bitches who they think is innocent and shit. But when these bitches get mad, they tell you how they really feel. And it comes out. You see a lot of our brothers gaining weight or losing weight or losing their hair or losing their bread. Like, trust me, there's a lot of funny shit that's going on in the communities. And it'd be the bitch who you least suspect. You feel me? And, or it'll be, all right, they look good and I can see a future with them. These be the same bitches who be getting pregnant by y'all brothers. Deadass. Who would be like, oh, you cheated on me again? You cheated on me with my friend this time? I'm going to fuck your brother. Or I'm going to fuck your father. I'm going to fuck your uncle. I'm going to fuck your best friend. Like, these are the type of girls who, who like, a lot of our brothers choose to go ahead and be with because they're they're only basing it out of two categories out of five that's not enough and then you wonder why you're unfulfilled so now you're walking around with this pretty demon and you're like what the fuck 
You feel me? And everybody dapping you up and everybody like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. But they just as shallow as you and they just as attracted to this demon as you. So they don't know no better. You feel me? They thinking, yo, what's up? Like, you winning. But in actuality, you're crying and you can't sleep. I'm digressing. But this is why people lose interest. Because we only, we fall in love and we don't let, we don't really honor the five categories. Those are five basic ass categories to me. They're basic. I didn't even mention no big shit. They're basic. That's basic stuff. That's basic human nature needs. Intimacy. (laughs) Intimacy. Sex. Can they take care of you, provide for you? You feel me? Be there for you, whatever. Um, are you know, are they attractive, good looks? And, you know, can you see a future with this person? That's very basic shit. A lot of us fail at that. So, like, for example, for me, I would find guys who could probably, they could take care of me and they would try to provide for me and they'll be, like, handsome or whatever, but... Can I see a future with them? Honestly, no. Because, like I said, they're, they're, these are guys who don't really like to travel. They don't got the bread to travel or don't really like to go out to eat or don't really got the bread to go out to eat. And that's, like, shit that I like. You know what I'm saying? So me being with them would be me settling. That's a lose. That's an L. And it's not about the material side. It's about, listen, nigga, going to the fucking Prospect Park is a date. Going to Central Park is a date. Taking a drive to a remote park around the city, that's a date. So that's what, like, you know what I'm saying? But you would go and spend spend bread to go pop bottles in a club with your mans and act like you don't got money when it's time to, no. No, struggle love is not it, y'all. So that has been my rant on why I lose interest. And my presumption of why other people lose interest because we are mating and we are incompatible with the people who we are choosing to meet with. And when we settle for less, settling for less doesn't cure the inner yearning for what you really need in your life. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, well, that's fantasy for everybody to hit all your, all, you know, the things that you want, things that you need. But like I said, the things that I've named is the five basic needs in life, especially for a life partner. You feel me? Can I see a future with you? Is like, can I trust you? If I can't trust you now, nigga, I probably can't trust you later either. Right? That's free, though. That's not That's not made-up shit. That's real shit. Attractive, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, can't, are you going to stay a fly-ass nigga? Like, God forbid you get hit by a fucking car and you got to be in a wheelchair, nigga. You going to be flying that wheelchair? Or you going to give up your fucking life and just act like you ready to die any day? Because those things matter to me. Can you provide, on the days that I'm too fucking tired from work, can you at least order dinner, nigga? Can you at least order dinner? Can you at least throw the clothes in the washer? 
And when I get home, I throw them in a the dryer. Like, you feel me? Like, can we have amazing sex? Can we fuck until I see the sun? Can we fuck outside? Can we, like, do risky shit and almost get caught when we're, like, 70, 80 years old? Like, what's up? What's the intimacy between us like? Can I tell you the type of shit that I used to try and tell other people and you really at least try to understand? At least try to listen to me? Are you compassionate with my past traumas? Can you hold these secrets and cherish them and cherish who I've become because of them? That's all free shit. So I love y'all. Shout out to all of y'all from all over the world. I see you guys. I see that we are growing globally and I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I don't know how y'all listening to this in English. I don't know, but I love y'all and I appreciate y'all. I wish y'all blessings, success, prosperity, love. I wish y'all everything and I I promise you I will see you all soon. I don't know when, but I will see you all soon. I love you. Take care.